We're having a campfire cookout on the farm. And I'm making all of my childhood favorites. Bonfire eggs with green peppers and cheese cooked right in the coals. I love the color that green pepper adds. Bagel dogs with curry ketchup. And you can't have a campfire without s'mores. I'm baking a flaky s'mores slab pie for dessert. We've got to do this more often. Welcome to camp. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. Nick and I are turning our backyard into Campfire Cookout Central, and some of our friends from Fargo are coming over to join in on the fun. You can't have a bonfire without s'mores, so I am making my s'mores slab pie, which is buttery and flaky. It's perfect for a crowd. So to get started, I'm gonna make my crust. I'm gonna grab two and a half cups of all-purpose flour, and then I'm also gonna add one and a quarter cups of whole wheat flour. This pie crust is basically like if a graham cracker were a pie crust. It's got that whole wheat flour in it. It's just gonna be the perfect pie version of s'mores. I'm gonna add six tablespoons of sugar. This crust has a little more sugar than your typical pie crust. And now I'll add my salt, and then a teaspoon and a half of cinnamon, and a few passes of nutmeg. And the nutmeg and the cinnamon combined with the whole wheat flour are what's gonna give this crust that graham crackery flavor. And I'll whisk this to combine. Now that my dry ingredients are combined, I'll grab my butter and shortening. I like using a mix of butter and shortening in my crust, and shortening is gonna help it retain its shape, and it also gives it a little bit of a delicate texture. I wanna do everything that I can to keep my butter and shortening as cold as possible because that is gonna help the crust stay flaky. And I'm just gonna use my hands to smash the cubes of butter and shortening to incorporate them into my dry mixture. But I still want some larger chunks of butter and shortening. My favorite childhood memories happened at summer camp. I went to summer camp every single summer in Wisconsin. It was the best. And so today we are recreating camp in our backyard. My pie dough mixture is looking ready. It's got that coarse sand-like consistency and I still have a few bigger bits of butter and shortening. So now I'm gonna grab my liquid. Two thirds of a cup of cold water. It's important that it's cold, again, for the flakiness. And then I'm also adding two teaspoons of vinegar. Vinegar inhibits the formation of gluten in a pie crust and helps it stay flaky. I'll drizzle this in and then I'll use a spatula to mix it all together. I'm gently working the water in just to bring everything together. I wanna maintain those chunks of butter. And it's starting to come together into a dough, so I'm gonna finish it off by just getting back in here with my hands. It smells so good. I'm gonna wrap it in plastic wrap now. I'll divide it in half. One piece for the bottom layer, one piece for the top layer. And I'm gonna form these blobs into rectangles because I'm making a slab pie, not a classic round pie. I love slab pies because they have a better ratio of crust to filling. This is a dough that can be done a couple of days in advance. I even make pie dough and keep it in my freezer. And now I'll refrigerate this for four hours so it can firm up. I want some more already. Nick loves camp just as much as I do. He's already getting going on the bonfire outside. He'll take any excuse to chop up some wood. I'm gonna assemble my s'more slab pie now. I'll grab my rolling pin, and I have one half of my dough that I'm gonna roll out for the bottom of the pie. And I'll dust my work surface with some flour so that the dough doesn't stick. 
and I'll also dust the top of the dough. And I wanna roll out my dough so that it's big enough to cover the pan and hang over the edges a little bit to get a nice thick crust. I love that I can still see the chunks of butter in the crust. So I'm just working my crust so that it's big enough and I like to rotate it every so often to make sure that it doesn't stick to the work surface and also to make sure that I'm rolling it out evenly. I'll transfer my dough to my pan and to do that, I'm gonna roll it up and now I'll slip my pan right underneath. I'm just helping it get molded into the corners of the pan. And now for the filling, couldn't be simpler, chocolate and marshmallows. I've got four chocolate bars and I'll lay these right in and I'll break up the fourth bar and distribute it all over. And this chocolate is all gonna melt right down. And then I'm gonna cover the chocolate with mini marshmallows. The flaky, crumbly pie crust and the snappiness of the chocolate bar and the chewiness of the marshmallows is the perfect combination of textures. I'll spread my marshmallows all over the chocolate and now I'll grab my other half of the pie crust to roll out for the top. So I'll roll this out just like I rolled out the bottom layer of crust. Okay, this top crust is looking ready. I'm going to gently transfer it to the top of the pie. Woo! All right, now I'm gonna go around and pinch the edges to seal. And then I'm gonna grab my scissors to trim off any excess edges. And now my favorite part, I'm gonna use my fingers to make a crimping pattern on the edge. I love the way it looks. I love the way the dough feels in my fingers. And I'll brush this all over with a thin layer of egg wash and that'll help the top of the pie get shiny. And then the last thing I'll do before I'll bake this is I'm gonna poke a few holes in the top with a fork just to release the steam. This is gonna bake at 400 degrees for 40 to 50 minutes until the top is golden. And ugh, I cannot wait to eat this. I'm super excited that my friends are coming for tonight's dinner. But first I have to put the finishing touches on my s'mores slab pie. This is stunning and it already smells like camp in here. Okay, I'm gonna let my pie cool while I make my chocolate glaze. I'll grab some milk and cocoa powder. And I like using Dutch cocoa powder here because it's a little darker. I just love that color. And now I'm gonna add three cups of powdered sugar to my bowl. This is a really simple powdered sugar and milk glaze and I'm adding cocoa powder to make it chocolate. Three quarters of a cup of cocoa powder, some salt, and six tablespoons of whole milk. And now I'll mix it until it's smooth. Comes together really easily. And I'm looking for a thick, spreadable consistency. This is perfect. It's ready to go on my pie. Okay, I'm gonna use an offset spatula now to zhuzh it around. I like getting nice big swoops in the glaze. Oh, it's so glossy and gorgeous. Okay, sprinkles time. I have these cute sprinkles that have little tiny marshmallows in them. They're gonna be perfect. I'll sprinkle these all over. It's so great. It's like a big fancy s'more. Welcome to camp. For a kick-butt campfire side dish, I am making my bonfire eggs with green peppers and cheese. It's like a vegetable frittata inside of a potato, and the best part is they all cook in the campfire. I've got my par-baked potatoes here, and that just means I bake them at 350 for about 20 minutes. I'm gonna fill them up and sit back while the fire does the hardest part, cooks them. To get started, I'm gonna chop up my vegetables. To start, I'm dicing up my green pepper, and I'll finely chop this. You can add any vegetables to this. I love the color that green pepper adds. And I'll also dice up half of a red onion. When I went to summer camp as a kid, my favorite class was outdoor cooking. We cooked so many things over the fire, but my favorite was cooking an egg inside of a potato. 
So that's where I learned this trick, and this is just an amped up version of that. My veggies are trapped, and now I'm gonna get my potatoes ready. I par-baked them so that they're easier to hollow out, and also this will make them cook quicker in the fire. So I've chopped off a little bit of the bottom, and then I'll just help them stand up while I'm filling them. And now I'm gonna chop off its hat, and now I'm gonna scoop out the insides. So I'll grab a spoon, and then I'm gonna hollow out the middle, and I wanna make sure to leave about a half-inch border all the way around so that the egg mixture doesn't leak out looking for about a three inch deep hole here. This looks great. It's big enough to fit an egg and veggies and cheese and cream. It's gonna be so good. So the first thing I wanna do to this potato is I wanna salt it. And then I'll crack in my egg. Perfect. And then I'm gonna add a splash of cream which will make the egg fluffy. A little salt and pepper. A splash of hot sauce. I love hot sauce on my eggs. A sprinkle of onions and peppers. How much fun is this? And then I'm gonna mix it all up with a chopstick. Now I'm gonna add a pile of shredded cheddar on top. And this is gonna melt and get ooey and gooey. And it's also going to stick the potatoes hat on. And now I'm gonna fill the rest of these and then we'll be ready for the fire. All my potatoes are filled and now I'm gonna wrap them in aluminum foil. And I wanna make sure to wrap them tightly so that their hats stay on. And that's it. And now I'm gonna to continue to wrap these and then I'll take them out to Nick. I'll see how he's doing on the fire. Hello. Hey. That's a great fire. I made it myself. We've gotta do this more often. What do you got there? Okay, these are my bonfire eggs and they're potatoes with an egg and cheese and green peppers inside of them. And it's all gonna cook in the bonfire. And they'll cook in about 20 minutes, but could you rotate them every so often so that they get cooked evenly? Of course. You just throw them right in there. I'm gonna go finish preparing our feast. All right. Don't burn your eyebrows off. Oh, I can't make any promises. <laughs> our backyard camp cookout is in full swing and I can't wait for my friends to get here. I'm gonna make a campfire classic with a twist. My bagel dogs are fluffy, chewy bagel dough wrapped around juicy hot dog wieners. They're like pigs in a blanket, but bigger. So I'm gonna make a dough, roll it into snakes, and let my friends wrap them around dowels and cook them with their hot dogs over the fire. To get started, I'm gonna heat up a quarter cup of milk, and this is gonna add a nice tenderness to the dough. I'll add this right to my cute little pot, and while the milk heats up, I'll combine my dry ingredients. Two cups of bread flour, one tablespoon of sugar, some salt, and one and a quarter teaspoons of dry active yeast. And I'll mix to combine. This is a really easy dough that comes together pretty quickly. So this dough is fluffy and chewy, but it's not as chewy as your typical New York bagel. This is actually modeled after Jerusalem bagels, which are really large oval-shaped bagels that you can get on the streets of Jerusalem. They're covered in sesame seeds, and they are so good. My dry ingredients are combined. I'll pop this onto my stand mixer, and this is fitted with the dough hook. Now I'll grab my wet ingredients. I'll get a half a cup of water. I'll add my warm milk. And then I'll also add a couple of tablespoons of olive oil. This will add some nice moisture to the dough and that great olive oil flavor. I'll give it a little swirl. And now I'll just add this to the flour mixture. I'll turn my stand mixer on and let this knead for a few minutes until it's smooth but still slightly sticky. I'll scrape the sides with my spatula to make sure that all the flour gets incorporated. I'll keep on going. The dough is looking really smooth and it's still a little sticky. 
that's how you know that the dough is not gonna dry out. So I'll grab it off the dough hook and turn it into a ball just by stretching the sides around so that I have a nice taut surface on top. And now I'm gonna grab a clean bowl. I'll add a drizzle of olive oil so that the dough doesn't stick. And then I'll place the ball of dough top down, zhuzh it around and then flip it over so that all of the dough is covered in the olive oil. And I'm gonna cover this with plastic wrap. Now I'll let this rise until it's doubled in size. And while this is rising, I'm gonna get going on my curry ketchup. This is one of my favorite hot dog condiments. It's tangy and a little sweet, and it has that gorgeous curry flavor. And I'm also gonna make it right in the ketchup bottle. I'll open up my ketchup bottle. Mm. I'm gonna add two teaspoons of yellow mustard. It'll add that bright mustardy zinginess. Some onion powder and curry powder. This ketchup was inspired by the currywurst that I had in Germany, which is a sausage covered in curry flavored ketchup. It is delicious. Now I'll screw the cap on and shake to combine. I'm gonna taste it. Mmm, mmm. The curry and the mustard together are really good, and I love that sweetness from the ketchup. This is gonna be so good on our bagel dogs. Oh, those look awesome! Yeah. I have one more job for you to do. Okay. It doesn't put your eyebrows at risk. Thank goodness. Okay, so we've gotta prep the dowels for the bagel dog. We're gonna take some foil and we're gonna wrap it around the dowel. When we cook the bread dough around the dowels, yep there'll be a hole that's big enough for a hot dog. Hot dog size hole? Exactly. Awesome. And this will help prevent the bread dough from sticking as well. Okay. Think you can do this for me? I will do my best. Okay, I've gotta go prep the rest of the meal because everybody's almost here. All right. Bye. See you. The dough has risen. It looks beautiful. Now I'm gonna divide it into eight snakes. I'll pat it out, kind of like a rectangle. It'll make it easier to divide that way. Divide the dough in half and then divide each half into halves and then I'll divide each of these four pieces in half. And now I'll roll each of these skinny pieces into foot-long snakes. Let me grab my serving platter. Put this right here, and I'll keep on going. The dough is prepped, and now we're gonna make a great thing better by sticking a hot dog in the middle. Yummy. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hi. I'm so glad you guys could make it. I've got our hot dogs. Awesome. Great. And I've got dough because we're gonna make them into bagel dogs and we're gonna cook the dough right over the fire. Mm. We're gonna take a snake of dough and then we're gonna wrap it around the top of our dowels. Give it a little roll to make sure that it's completely covered. And then we're just gonna stick it above the fire. So just hold it right there and then rotate it. You wanna cook it evenly on all sides until it's browned. And then when it comes easily off the end of the dowel, that's how you know it's done. And then you can cook your dogs right alongside the dough. The dough is actually cooking faster yeah. than I thought. He doesn't cook at <clears throat> home, but he cooks when we go camping. It's because it's the only time that Ashley's hungry enough to eat my <laughs> <laughs> Your dough is looking great. This is a little bit better than camp because we get to go back to air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> you can just like wrap a napkin around it and then kind of wiggle it off. But you can squirt a little bit of the curry ketchup into the hole if you want, mm. and then stick the wiener in and enjoy. Awesome. Yes. Just squirt it in there like that. These are so cool. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to top it off? Yeah. There we go. I made some awesome eggs. I made them, he cooked them. <laughs> Egg in a potato. I'm not even gonna use a fork. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so smart. 
Food is just a vehicle for curry ketchup. It's like a Denver omelet in a baked potato. I know, potato. this is a good breakfast. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Do you guys save room for dessert? Yes. Yes? <laughs> How good does this look? <laughs> I won't make you guys do any more cooking, but we have to have s'mores. So this is my s'mores slab pie. Thank you. Oh my goodness, thank you. This is the most chocolate I've had in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend using your hands. It's really good. This is way better than the s'mores I make. <laughs> That's saying a lot. Is it? <laughs> Let's meet in this exact spot in 10 years. Yeah. Yes, I mean, do it all again. I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm.